Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Cyber Prophets. Today we're going to talk about a very controversial topic, a topic that is going around everywhere. What is this topic, Federico? Chat GPT. Chat GPT, yes. Have you heard about it? Chat GPT is this OpenAI chatbot that can answer basically every question. And now there have been some discussions that it may even lead to programmers or developers losing their jobs. Is that a, an actual possibility? What do you think, Federico? I do, I do believe that it's going to happen. I've been thinking that AI, no-code solutions, local solutions are going to replace common developers. And in other cases, if you are smart enough, you can empower yourself. I have a friend who works in data science and he's using ChatGPT to, let's say, simplify his work and don't write extra code. So it's up to you how you use it. So you have heard it, Federico thinks that ChatGPT, or let's call it quote unquote AI, will take over our role as developers. But now let's go a bit deeper in, in a more structured way about this topic. First of all, we're going to give you an explanation of what ChatGPT is, and then we're going to do a live run to see how this tool is able to answer our questions and probably even to, uh, even to fulfill some development tasks. Let's go for it. First of all, what is ChatGPT? ChatGPT is a generative pre-trained transformer. That is the acronym for ChatGPT. And this is a chatbot. It's a chatbot launched by a company called OpenAI. was launched in November 2022, so it's quite recent. However, it gained a lot of popularity. Why? Because it is able to articulate responses in a human fashion and it can answer accurately in many many domains of knowledge now this is based on some ai modeling which is called gpt and gpt as i mentioned before is the generative pre-trained transformer we are entering into very very um, technical topics now and just to give you like a brief introduction about it, it is a network neural network learning model and it's trained using the internet data and it can generate any type of text. This company, OpenAI, uh, trained this tool, this ChatGPT, and now it is able to answer many questions. Now, let's start with a live room. First of all, we have prepared for you something like very funny. We saw this meme across our LinkedIn a couple of days ago. And let me read it out loud. When I was six, my sister was half my age. Now I'm 70. How old is my sister? Let's see how ChatGPT can answer this question. Just important to highlight if you are listening to us in Spotify, Apple, I will suggest you to go to YouTube so you can enjoy the full experience. It will simplify, especially that you can visualize what my co-host Edgar is going to text and what I will do later. So I have here a new chat with 
this tool, ChatGPT, and as you can see, the very first things that it that it tells me are some examples. Like he can, for example, explain quantum computing in simple terms. They can answer if they got any creative ideas for a 10 years old birthday. Or how can I make HTTP requests in JavaScript? Oh, these are the topics that interest us. However, it can also tell us that it has some limitations, that it may occasionally generate incorrect information, it may occasionally produce harmful instructions or biased content, and it has limited knowledge of the world and events after 2021. So let's start with the joke I just mentioned. When I was six, my sister was half my age. Now I'm 70. How old is my sister? We can see here the line of tough that the two made. And it answered, if you are 17 years old now and your sister was half your age when you were six, then when you were six, your sister was six divided by two is well, three years old. Okay, we got the first input right. If your sister was three years old when you were six and you are 70 years old now, that means your your sister has age 70 minus six. Okay, why minus six? That equals 64 years. Therefore, your sister is currently 64 years old. Let's discuss a bit about it. Federico, what do you think about Chat GPT's answer? I think that even changed because the last time it gave us it was 63. <laughs> yeah, actually, the the answer that we saw in this meme was 63, but now I got the answer 64. So definitely it can have like as the limitations, right? It can definitely have some mistakes from time to time. Now, that was like something funny. <laughs> I was not sure if it was able to answer correctly this question, but as we can see on our, during our first try, it was not able to. Let's continue with something a bit more complicated. Federico, do you have any idea? Yeah, I have an idea that we can try to create a tic-tac-toe. We're going to create, as I said, a tic-tac-toe using JavaScript, HTML, and CSS. Why we're going to use these technologies? Because in comparison to other complex programming languages, you need an IDE, you need something else, and more things that might not be what you would like. Well, in this case, it's something that we can test, and if we need to modify something, we can do it. So let's see what ChatGPT can provide us. For sure, what it's going to do is going to do an analysis inside of the websites or other sources that it has, and it mm -hmm. starts generating the information that we need. Probably we'll need to combine them because in some cases, what ChatGPT does is that it splits the results. The first thing that you can see, as you see, is the HTML. In some cases, it can combine all the code into one, but it's not always the case. And oh, it here, has separated the files. Yeah. That's why in the end, we'll need to add some HTML code to finish it, but well, sometimes happens. But in the end, imagine if you would like to build this and you don't know too much about JavaScript or CSS, you might invest a lot of time from oh, your own wow. code. 
and that's a tricky thing because imagine all the time that you spend into writing this code when you don't know enough or you need to test think and build even a small game that can be even a small thing for your child so it created for you three files one html one css and one javascript and now it is giving you an explanation yeah but the javascript in my in my opinion is incomplete because for sure it's not doing everything that we need and we can ask complete the javascript why do you think it's not complete looks pretty try. much complete to me can you try it yeah let's let's check it now we're going to test the code how we're going to do it we're going to use a simple notepad it's a little bit more advanced called notepad plus plus where we copy the sections of the code this is the html we need to add the style then we can copy the style and finally we can add the script as you see in this case it didn't provide us the entire code or then so you can just copy and paste you might need to have some knowledge for these sections and then we have the in theory the functional code we can add it as a game and now we can run it in our in the browser which is one of the advantages but okay. in my opinion is the code is seems to be wrong it's not doing anything right yeah Now we will ask to create something more complex that probably it will make it work. Which in my opinion, something didn't work as expected and it's creating even a quite complex code, to be honest. Wow, it has all of the winning combinations. Yeah, I, I expected something differently, to be Interesting. honest. What did you expect? I remember that once I tested this code and I created like something more dynamic instead of creating the winning combinations, which in my opinion can be tricky because the, this is a simple game, but if you had a more complex game, like let's say a chess, it will not work. But yeah, it's creating the code, which is the most important part. And we will see if this time it's working because probably either I made a mistake or ChatGPT made a mistake. We will see who is the one who made the mistake. So just one, just one question. Like, can you check the HTML code and see whether it created you like some? It created for you some, uh, how to say it, like some tags to link the CSS and the JS files. Well, in theory, it created all the because this is called. Go up. Oh, but like go up, go up, please. To the beginning of the yeah, that's the beginning of the code, right? Right. Okay, so it it actually didn't. <laughs> okay, that was like a quite simple tic tac toe. Yeah. Now in theory we have the new code. We yes. Replace the JS because for me. Now we should have a new one. 
I don't think that it's really working. Something seems to be broken. Yeah, something is broken. Something is off, yeah. Yeah. And that's where you can see that some mistakes happen. Because we come to an analyze what is the code behind, and it says a new game button. In theory, there is a button that it didn't create that is called new game. Mm -hmm. The ID should be new game. Yeah. So do, yeah. You, do you have that in the HTML? No, it doesn't exist. Right. Yeah, and, and this is where we can see that it created a lot of code, but it's not really working. So let's modify it. So probably it, it did. <clears throat> It did use different sources for every time. Uh, every time you asked it to create like the code, it used different sources. Now it seems that it looks different. Let's do a new game. Okay, it's still not. I still don't not working. working. Maybe I did a mistake. Oh yeah, I made a mistake. This was my mistake, not ChatGPT's mistake. Yeah, but it's still not working. Let's see if we can create a new one. Let's say regenerate the answer, or let's create a new one. Oh wow, it did apologize. <laughs> <laughs> That's something funny. At least you know that this tool knows uh, <laughs> manners. <laughs> yeah. Now it's creating a completely different one that it seems a bit a bit more sophisticated, to be honest. It already has this style. Uh, as you can see, that it starts with doc type HTML, HTML tags. Etc. Etc. And all the CSS is included already. Yeah. Inside one file. And this looks even different because the previous oh. case it was using a tab, another logic. Now it's using like a new newer code. Yeah. Oh, there's the button. Yeah, the the button. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's the button what we were expecting. Probably the main issues is that the previous time it was using the a different JavaScript code, let's say CSS and HTML, because it looks different, but the JavaScript it looks exactly the same. Yeah, it, yeah, I remember having these combinations in the previous, in yeah, the previous it, run, in the previous yeah, code. That the, that the JavaScript is the same. It's just that the CSS and the HTML now probably that was the mistake. You know what I find it really useful is that it, it even gives you some comments on every line of code. What is it doing and what what it what it is actually for? What the developers don't do often. Well, we can have a big discussion about that, Rico, because I don't do it either. <laughs> and, and I think it's a good practice not to have it. So as you see, it didn't. So did it finish? It didn't finish the code because it has a limit in the amount of characters. However, we can copy the next part of the code and see how it behaves. Because 
the, the difficult thing is that, as, as Edgar said previously, probably it was using a different source and it was breaking everything. So let's see how it behaves now. We have the new code. We might need to close some things that were not done. Okay. And in theory now we have the new code that should work slightly different. Oh, it even looks differently. It looks differently, but it seems that I'm not sure if the new is required. It's not working. Maybe I'm doing something wrong, but. Did you copy the JavaScript? Because I think you didn't. I hope it did. Let's, let's ask ChatGPT, can you complete the JavaScript? <laughs> it's apologizing again. This tool, ChatGPT, really knows its manners. It is more educated than the majority of people. <laughs> it is indeed. It's creating a lot of code, even though you might expect that the application will create the small things. Let's see yeah. if this time it works because it is tricky that it didn't do anything. But if you can see, like most of the code is very similar to what we have seen in, in the previous attempts. Yeah, <laughs> I would be quite impressed if it's different. Although this time it looks a bit more extensive. Okay, now it's creating the explanation. So it has finished the code. Okay, in theory we have the new code. Maybe we can move it to the upper part, but I don't think it, it should influence anyway. Okay, now it should be ready. Oh, it's doing. No, you have to you have to keep it at the lower part because of this. And it's still not working. Oh, uh, someone wins. <laughs> we won. What happened? <laughs> the oh. funny thing is that we won, but it didn't show any extra zero. We won, but like. <laughs> so it is not working. Okay, okay, try it again. Try it again. Okay, we're getting a new oh, section wow. Okay. Let's see if this time it works because 
it is funny that we even asked that they didn't recognize the things and it's creating a new one. Let's see if it really works because the stuff is that it has been not working. We need to search for this that says placemark. placemark. Yeah, it's three, now it's three lines of code, right? Okay, I feel it like the same. Let's do an empty cache and hard reset. Okay, oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, X wings. Yeah. Oh, nice. New game. Yeah, try it out. Oh, okay. Now the new game button is not working. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see if we can finally clean it and fix it. You know what I what I find really interesting is that it recognizes that its own functions have some problems and proposes a solution. Yeah, which is something that sometimes is not so common. It works similar to a human. You make a lot of mistakes and then you try then you try to fix it. You start debugging and debugging. <laughs> Typical coders. Yeah, it's a bit more extensive. So There you go, recognize. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It looks like it's working now. Oh, yeah, X wings, yeah. <laughs> what happened there? Was it right? Yeah. Well, it said there was a it said there was a draw. Yeah, that, that that's why I, I was asking. Like I, I saw two messages immediately, so I didn't I didn't get what was happening. Oh, it even understood where could be the problem. Okay, can you can you see this? If check for win is actually called before. Okay, let's just wait for it to give you the code. Yeah, it's just still a bit more complex. Mm -hmm. Draw. Draw. Yeah, that's correct. Now, now make it X zero X. There you go. There was a draw. Yeah, it's correct. Seems to be correct working correctly now. Yeah, now it seems to be working correctly. Now it's, now it's working perfectly. We had several tries. Great. Let's discuss it. It wasn't perfect at all. 
Yeah, yeah, it needed many attempts and many iterations. How many? I think it was like four, if I'm not wrong. Four, five. And also something important was that it was not like runnable code, what you got immediately. Instead, like uh, the first attempt, for instance, you had to create the three files and you needed to actually include the tags into the HTML. So it's not something that you can run immediately. On the, on the second attempt, though, it did give you one, like all the coding one file, right? Yeah. So this was more of a runnable version, but still it contained many bugs. So yeah, what do you think about it? Well, what are your thoughts on it, Federico? Well, even if, if we got a lot of bugs, we save a lot of time. And if I was seeing it from the developer's perspective, developers are lazy and developers don't want to code. So it simplifies your life. In the end, you will need to modify some stuff, but in the end, it provided you with the answers without going to Stack Overflow, without going to the internet, Googling a lot of forums, in the end, it provided you with the answer. It was not in the first attempt, but it solved the task. And that's the most important. If we think how long it took us to create the game, maybe like 20 minutes, something like that, or a little bit less, just with a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. And in the average yeah. time, if you were doing as a coder, probably you will invest a larger amount of time if you're not only in the, uh, let's say, game development sector. Yeah, yeah, that's something important. Yeah, it, it uh, greatly increased our productivity, let's say. First of all, we didn't have to implement any business logic. We didn't have to implement any logic about the game. We didn't have to worry about uh, any, how to say it, uh, any singularities about handling the events in JavaScript and how to call these like new game buttons and all these kind of functions. We didn't think about it. We were just doing some sort of mechanical work, let's say, in adding these small tags or maybe changing some functions after the many iterations that we had. But we didn't have to think, like put our brain power into it. Mm -hmm. So, well, that can be actually like a a win and a loss, you know, because as a software developer, you really want to put your brain power, right? Uh, on another, uh, on a, on the other side, like as we saw, with a couple of questions, we were able to create this tic-tac-toe. Now, let's move forward and let's discuss a bit about how this chat GPT was developed, and let's basically try to answer the question. Is AI going to replace us? Let's do it with the help of ChatGPT. So I have here again my screen where, where we ask this small joke. And now let's ask something more interesting, like for instance. The answer is quite clear. I am an AI language model trained by OpenAI. I have been designed to learn and understand language and to generate human-like text. That's what we mentioned at the beginning. 
I have learned from a vast amount of text data that has been fed into me, and I use this knowledge to answer questions and provide information to users like you. I don't have personal experiences or first-hand knowledge, but I can provide information and generate responses based on what I have learned from the data that has been fed into me. Let's move forward. Let's ask something more tricky. Do you have emotions? As an artificial intelligence, I do not have feelings or emotions in the same way that humans do. Well, that's pretty much expected. I am able to process and understand emotions in language and recognize patterns that might indicate the presence of emotions, but I do not experience emotions myself. I am a machine and I do not have personal experiences or subjective states. I am decided to assist users and provide information and I do not have the capacity to feel emotions or have personal desires or motivations. Well, that's pretty much a machine-like response. And let's ask ChatGPT whether they are going to take our jobs. Are you going to replace software developers in the future? That's a quite an interesting response. Let's read it. There is a lot of interest in using artificial intelligence to automate certain tasks, including tasks related to software development. However, it is unlikely that AI will completely replace software developers in the near future. While AI can be very useful for automating certain tasks and helping with certain aspects of software development, it is not able to fully replicate the creativity and problem-solving abilities of human software developers. It is more likely that AI will be used to augment the work of software developers rather than replace them completely. Now let's discuss these answers. What are your thoughts on it, Federico? I still believe that there are there is some pre-trained answers, pre-trained answers, but I do believe that in the in the future the main objective of me tools like ChatGPT or other ones that are being built by large companies is to release software developers. It might sound harsh, but the reality is you are an expensive kind of blue collar worker. And the main objective for companies is to save money and to create money back to their shareholders. So if they can reduce money, they can reduce humans doing their work. Yeah. So do you think that hum that AI will completely replace software developers? No, I don't think so. If you work in C++, uh, let's say C or Rust, or let's say low codes like these ones that are the ones that are under ChatGPT, I don't think that you will be replaced. Okay. But if you are doing like mechanical tasks, like building websites, it's probably something quite likely. I will say apps is something harder to replace, mm -hmm. but certain tasks can be done because there is so much, so much code in GitHub. There are so many examples over mm -hmm. the internet that as soon as ChatGPT has access to new code that is open source, it can create pretty much anything that comes to your mind. 
Yeah, yeah, I think that it, that this is something important to mention. That first of all, one of the limitations for Chat Chat GPT is that it cannot browse the web, and it has a, a cutoff date in 2021. So that means that newer information, they don't know anything about it. However, uh, what will happen if they were able to browse the web? Yeah, that will be a very interesting experiment. On the other hand, uh, what Federico mentioned about replacing uh, our jobs, I think that I, agree, I have to agree with Federico that the most mechanical tasks, such as creating a website, that might be to a large extent done by AI. Yeah. However, I once heard that this AI uh, tools such as ChatGPT lack context. They do know the complete context in which a tool is being developed. So for instance, if you are working in an industry, you're developing an application and you ask ChatGPT to make a function for you, they do not know like the big picture. How does this small function integrate into your code and into the big picture of the application? So this lack of context is what makes it difficult for AI to completely replace these software developers. Because software developers can actually do have this knowledge of the whole context and can know where to place this function specifically. However, ChatGPT, as far as this small limited function is uh, related, they can actually provide you with the code. And that is the part where uh, I think that we as software developers do not have to be afraid of using these tools, but we have to learn to use them to our advantage actually, to be more productive. We saw this in the example of the tic-tac-toe. We saw that we were able to develop a tic-tac-toe quite quickly, and we wouldn't have been able to do it this quickly if we would have done it everything from scratch. Also, as I told you, like I have another friend who is a data scientist, and he started to use ChatGPT to simplify his life. Yeah. He works for a large company related to maps, and in his work, he started to use it. He's not afraid of using AI to his advantage. He's empowering himself to be the best one in his company, in his team, and that people can see that he can empower himself. In the end, is how you use the tools. It's like, it's going to replace us. If you are in something that is really repetitive, probably yes. Mm -hmm. But if you are able to use this to your own advantage, you will empower yourself to reach a new heights. And I think that we can end with that conclusion. And it all depends on how you use the tools that you have. If you can use them to your advantage or you can just ignore them, but then you run the risk of actually being replaced by them. So thank you for watching. Don't forget to subscribe for more about cyber profits for next week. We have more interesting topics and see you next week.